0: ABC Listen, podcasts, radio, news, music, and more. Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal land. I'm inside the budget Lockup in Sydney to bring you a special edition of ABC News give call Daily. to
1: the Treasurer. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I move that the bill be now read a
0: second time. And I'm joined by the ABC's business editor, Ian Verinder. Thanks for joining me. (laughs) It's a lot of fun in here. Now, Ian, we've spoken to you uh, a few times for Budget Lockups and I know you love to give budgets a song title. We've had (laughs) Back in Black. Tonight
1: I announce that the budget is back in the black and Australia is back on track.
0: The hot chocolate budget, where everyone was a winner. That was Mm -hmm. a good one. And highway to hell, which was really (laughs) bad, obviously. So your verdict? Maybe
1: here comes the sun.
0: Here comes the sun. Brilliant. So it's looking up, obviously, because this budget projects a surplus, the first in 15 years. And Jim Chalmers seems pretty proud. It's a treasurer's dream.
1: Because our first two budgets made such a firm commitment to responsibility and restraint, We are now forecasting a small surplus in 2022-23, which would be the first in 15 years. Well, it is. And I guess, though, you have to ask the question, you know, how did we get here? Mm -hmm. And is this, you know, down to the brilliance of the government? Um, Or are there other factors at work? Mm -hmm. And really, I mean, I think even the Treasurer would admit that this the economy is actually ticking along pretty nicely at the moment mm-hmm. um, despite all the negativity that surrounds the coverage of what's going on and and of course you know we've got an inflation crisis we've got a lot of people hurting with yeah. um, you know not being able to cover the bills rents going you know th- through the roof mm-hmm. it's just it's been very tough for a lot of people but from a treasurer's point of view, the money is just been pouring in mm. in recent times and that has what is what has really driven this uh, dramatic turnaround
0: mm, so what's happening there how is it pouring in where We've got too much money by this out of it.
1: (laughs) Well, um, I guess just last October, the government was forecasting a $32 billion deficit. Mm -hmm. And now we're in a $4.2 billion surplus. Mm -hmm. So what's happened is we've got a lot more tax revenue coming Mm -hmm. into into play. And, um, you know, there's a few factors behind that. One is that, you know, our unemployment rate is at a half century low. So three and a half percent unemployment would have been unheard of just a few years ago. Mm -hmm. We've also got um, wages growth for the first time in a long time. So Mm -hmm. that's pushing people into higher tax brackets Mm -hmm. and increasing the, um, you know, the, the amount of money that's coming in. Plus, we've got record numbers of people employed because we've now got you know migrants back in the workforce, so there's a lot of people out there employed. Mm-hmm. and as that has a double whammy effect, not only is everybody or a lot more people paying tax mm-hmm. uh, and paying a little more tax than they were in the past, but you've got a lot less people on unemployment benefits on job seeker. So you get extra revenue and less cost. So it really turbocharges the the whole equation. And then on top of that, we've had, particularly in the past year, massive increases in commodity prices, particularly energy, coal, gas, Mm -hmm. oil. And uh, that's really turbocharged revenue as well. So Mm. all of these factors have come into play at once to to really drive up the amount of revenue that the government's Mm, collecting.
0: To make a rather happy treasurer. So he is celebrating a return to surplus, but how long does that last, Ian? How long do we have that for?
1: Just this year.
0: <laughs> There's a catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: So it all starts to uh, unravel next year. We, yeah. we go back into deficit next year, and those deficits actually get bigger the year after that and uh, stay at, you know, in the mid $30 billion deficit mm. era beyond that. Now, you know, if we'd had, say, a $70 billion debt this year mm. or a $70 billion deficit, which was kind of what was expected uh, mm. this time last year, that would have added enormously. To the to the debt levels and that debt goes on forever right. you know yeah. so this time we've not only eliminated that but we've added a little we've taken a little bit off the top as well mm. so that has an impact right across the um the broader spectrum mm. so those interest payments actually start to decrease further out
0: mm. so that's pretty good news and of course Jim Chalmers is, is really happy with that but what Australians I think really want to know is when will things actually get easier for them so Ian what does this budget tell us? What does it predict when it comes to inflation, which has been really high for a really long time now?
1: Yeah, well, there's been a debate in the last few days particularly about – the ma- amount of money being spent on cost of uh, living relief and mm-hmm. the measures that have been in, in, you know, announced tonight to, to do that and whether or not they're actually inflationary. So mm-hmm. if you give people money to make their life easier, that means they're going to spend that money, which is going to add to inflation. They're doing it in such a way that they're reducing the pressure on households and also claiming that that'll knock about three quarters of 1% off the inflation rate. So if you look at the inflation rate stretching out to next year, the Reserve Bank is, uh, I think, forecasting around about uh, 4%. Mm -hmm. And um, the government today was was, um, forecasting a three quarters of a percentage point lower Mm. than that.
0: So they're expecting, the government's expecting inflation to fall, its prediction is in this budget at least, from 6% this year to three and a quarter percent next year but that's slightly lower than what the rba predicts that's right that's
1: right the reserve bank was saying four Mm -hmm. they're saying three and a quarter yeah and that's primarily due to the fact that they're instituting these uh, cost of living measures which they also claim will um, reduce inflation. Now, it's the way you hand the money out rather than just hand the money out to people and say, here's the cash, mm. go and pay your power bill. It'll be done as uh, um, a payment to the to the company itself so that the money goes directly off your power bill rather mm. than you get the money to be able to go and spend
0: it. Mm, so not inflationary. So well, that's well, look, there's still an open question about that. So uh, let's have a look then at these measures that the government has announced to help people with the cost of living pressures that they're facing. You've mentioned help with electricity bills. So how does that play out? How many people are going to be helped by that? What else are we seeing? And is there anything new that we sort of didn't see before we actually laid eyes on the budget paper?
1: Um, Not much. There's not much new in Mm -hmm. here. Um, There's 5 million households and 1 million small businesses, apparently, that are going to benefit from the the power bill Mm -hmm. uh, assistance. And, I mean, that
0: will help a lot of people. There's so no doubt about, about that. It's about $500. Yeah. 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 And tonight,
1: we are delivering up to $3 billion in direct energy bill relief for eligible households and small businesses co-funded with the states and territories. More than 5 million households will have up to $500 deducted from their power bills in the next financial year. Real relief right off your power bill right when you need it. I think it's going to be, if not means tested, at least handed out to those who are most needy. They'll, mm-hmm. get, them, they'll get more than, than other people. Um, and yeah, one million small businesses as well. And bear in mind, a lot of small businesses, are people who have mortgaged their house mm. against their business.
0: Also, as we knew beforehand, job seeker will be extended, but it's only about $40 extra a fortnight. It's not huge money, is it? There's, there, it's like it's a tinkering, really, isn't it? It will help, I suppose, but it's not massive.
1: It's not massive, but it is uh, a wider... Um, application, I think, than was most people anticipated. So mm-hmm. it is for everybody. yeah. Because I think the original idea was that only certain people were going to get it. And there's going to be extra support for over 55s as well, long-term mm. unemployed over 55s, most of whom are women in that in that situation.
0: Yeah. Um, what else is there then, Ian?
1: There's some quite a lot of medical uh, you know, health initiatives out there. There's about, I think, $5 billion being spent on Medicare. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a triple of the bulk billing incentive. Yeah. You've then got rent assistance, mm-hmm. um, about 1.1 million people benefiting from that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wouldn't be hard to put into, uh, you know, to, to figure out that those people needing rent assistance are also the people on Job Seeker because yeah. there's 1.1 million each of those. Again, and that's, that's
0: th- around a $31 a fortnight extra. Yeah,
1: up about 15%. Yeah. So not a lot, but... Uh, Every bit counts. De- Yeah, I guess so. yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah. So Jim Chalmers said he wanted to deliver cost of living relief in this budget without driving up inflation. Of course, that's key. So do you think he's achieved that in this budget? Well, I think
1: so. I mean, it's a pretty tricky kind of balancing act. So if you go out on a spending spree, that's going to force the Reserve Bank to jack interest rates up even more. You know, it is a balancing act for the Treasurer. I know there's a lot of pressure. I mean, every minister apparently in the uh, in mm. the ministry was tramping into his office saying, "What all this extra money's come in? How about you yeah, hand it out bit. for here?" You know. So yeah. they've they've tried to, to be, I guess. Uh, all things to all people. But the government is saying, well, you know, the Treasurer particularly is saying uh, 82% of uh, of our revenue upgrades in the past two years are going straight back into the government coffers, Mm. right?
0: Okay. Okay. So if we are looking at inflation sort of returning to the RBA's target rate by next year and into the following year, when will the ABA start to drop interest rates? When will food sort of become cheaper? Well, you know, when will life be shinier?
1: You know, six months ago we, we, we were predicting a, um, a huge deficit and now we've got a surplus. Mm-hmm. I don't know how mm-hmm. anyone can predict anything these days. Yeah. And, look, there are a lot of forecasts out there that the global economy is in serious problems Mm -hmm. and that could tip into recession. The UK is certainly looking like it's going to go into recession. New Zealand is right on the cusp of a recession at the moment. Um, If America tips into a recession and a lot of analysts think it will, um, that could change all the dynamics and it might kill inflation right off. It might cause central banks to start really cutting uh, interest rates. And, you know, a recession is a, you know, surefire way of killing inflation, Mm. but it also adds to unemployment.
0: So the answer is we don't really know. Nobody knows, no. No, nobody knows. Okay, but we're hoping that there will be more sunshine to come.
1: I mean, (laughs) the plan is to keep as many people in a job as humanly possible Mm -hmm. and bring inflation down. Now, you know, if you wanted to, if you were just focusing on inflation, you could put a huge number of people out of work. You know quite easily by jacking interest rates up even more mm. um, but you do that and you create all sorts of pressure points for the economy down the track mm, but of,
0: you know of all the budgets we would have expected this was a little bit of a surprise better than we could have
1: yeah. hoped
0: for yeah all right Ian Verinder thank you very much thanks Sam Ian Verinder is the ABC's business editor the budget papers are also forecasting Australians will finally experience real wage growth by the middle of next year. For more coverage of the budget, go to the ABC News app. This special budget episode was produced by Veronica Appah and Chris Dengate, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. I'm Sam Hawley. Thanks for listening.